Okay, okay, people. This is your girl Uhura Zulu. Welcome to the Unpacked Podcast, and I am, as always, with my favorite human being on the planet. Introduce yourself, darling. So Marcus is back, and we're back here to unpack some more topical goings-ons in the world. Yes, indeed. We are the Unpacked Podcast. And on our podcast, we love just discussing topical subjects, pop culture. And today, we are talking about a particular song from two black women, two American rappers. Mm-hmm. Some people said it's wor- worship and praise. I've had wings. Um, I've heard wings and pizza. Exactly. It could literally be anything, anything you want. And if you know, you know. But we are talking about... Wop, wop, wop. Now, I don't know if I should say the meaning, because kids might be listening to this. But kids... No. <laughs> like I said, if you know, you know. It has been out for just over a full week. But it has stirred people's emotions. People have wrote think pieces about it. Is it feminism or is it porn is it empowerment or is it taking women from back a hundred years for goodness sake this is two young black women under the age of 30 can they live like let them live i mean marcus we talked Mm -hmm. about this song during the week and i know that you had great and interesting thoughts on it like I remember you messaging me and I was like oh what like what are your thoughts and and then I didn't even think it's always those most unexpected times when you like give me essays and a message and I didn't think you'd give me an essay about it but you did and I was just like well damn okay (laughs) he is loving it but um Marcus and I discussed the controversy if you can surrounding the song Marcus what did you say in your message to me well my my opinion has um not changed but I've been through the motions with this whole topic but the the message that you're referring to Mm. I just thought it was hilarious I loved it I loved the controversy I thought it was I loved it because it was ridiculous and it's ridiculous for several reasons Mm -hmm. I mean, we are literally going through a global pandemic. I'd like to think there is more going on in the world Uh right now than for people to be making think pieces into a song made in the 21st century, the year 2020, about sex. And let's be real. Yes, it's explicit sex, but those of you who do engage in that, I know half the half the people out there are not PG or vanilla with it. And as well, every single song, there's some element of sex to it. From the Spice Girls, then we also have rock legends of the 60s and 70s. Said songs are still like iconic and still as fresh and as relevant as it was when they were first released. So I think it's completely hilarious. Yes, the song is explicit. Is this the only explicitly sexual song out there? No, 
So can we please build a bridge and get over it? Leave these two women alone. They don't owe anybody nothing. They are artists. They can do as they please as artists. If they want to put songs about, out about worship and praise, they can. If they want to put songs out about what it actually stands for, then so be it. So be it. I'm tired of people saying they are bad role models. Let's be clear. Stop making these celebrities your children's role models. They're not your role models. They don't owe you an explanation. Leave them alone. If they want to put a song out, if they want to put a video out, then let them. There you have it. You have a snippet of our weekly conversations, people. Yeah, no, I I always agree with Marcus because Marcus and I are always on the same page, especially in regards of the subject and topic of sex. But absolutely... 100 percent 1 million percent these people are not like celebrities are not your role models you think cardi b and megan stallion want to be role models no they want to make money and they want to make music and they want to live their lives also like people are shocked by this song have y'all not been listening to megan and cardi for the last two years no, they haven't because mainstream <laughs> mainstream only know bloody shoes. That's the extent that they know Cardi B. Like this is their whole aesthetic. <laughs> like it is what they're about. And they're about it unapologetically. Especially Megan. Like she doesn't give an F. But they're unapologetic with it because they're doing them. This is what they know. And they don't care. So really and truly, let I'm I'm gonna keep saying it, let black women live because these are two young black women and black women have been hypersexualized for decades. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to our sexual agency and our bodies, it's a thing of we're looked at negatively because of how we're built as well, you know. And Megan and Cardi are built like the girl next door to me, the black girl next door to me. Do you know what I mean? They're thick, they've got boobs, butt, and thighs. Being hypersexualized as a black woman, our bodies are seen as negative because we can't we can't hide this. So why not let us put like show it off? Let us own this. Let us own our sexuality without having to police it. If they were white artists, would you be policing them? No. Remember Christina Aguilera Dirty? That was controversial. But guess what? Her career still survived. People still supported her. Mm-hmm. And what I don't like is like the white men commenting and it's all very negative commentary this is what you need to do you need to stay out of women business so one famous white man who recently commented is russell brand aka at rusty rockets i don't know where he got that twitter handle from but hey so he did a whole 17 minute video on his youtube channel about whether wap is a feminist masterpiece or whether it's porn and this man, first of all, who asked for his commentary? Nobody. 
right? And the whole video, the racism leaped out, the misogynoir leaped out, and the hypocrisy leaped out. It's like, you're, we didn't need you to say anything. He talked about Margaret Thatcher and feminism. He tried to link Cardi and Meghan to Margaret Thatcher and whether Margaret, he was like, was Margaret Thatcher a feminist cycle? No, she wasn't. Of course she wasn't. But what relevance does Margaret Thatcher have to Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion? And what I found even more aggravating watching that video was the clips he used, actually. It was these clips of, like, very negative um, commentary from, like, fellow YouTubers. And it's like, you clearly want to get across to your audience that you outrightly don't like it, don't agree with it. Even though you're trying to be somewhat centre-left, but you're while trying to be centre-left, it sounded like he was honestly really centre-right. He clearly has had like a rebrand in life and is like, as what did you call him earlier? The um, budget version of a Carla for white people. A poor man. <laughs> a poor man's a Carla is is basically what he's coming across as, and it's like, okay, you had a rebrand. Russell Brand is also the same man who had the audacity to break up with his wife via text. His wife right before she was going on stage to do a concert during her world tour. Who does that? I just feel like if you're going to comment, then, I mean, we're commenting now. So (laughs) I feel like if you're going to comment and be white, then understand that you're talking about two young black women who are owning their sexuality owning their bodies unashamedly, unapologetically. And as young black as a young black woman myself, that has actually been something that I have had to learn to do in my twenties. And it's something that we are not taught to do. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with being a sexual being because it's incredibly important and really, really healthy. It's heartbreaking and sad to see them being teared down and ripped apart like this. But see, I think it's not necessarily a bad thing because Mm -hmm. as we know, controversy sells. Mm -hmm. The more people are talking about this, the more people are going to go investigate it, the more people are going to go listen to it, which is why the song is already gold certified. So as far as Rattlebrand... I mean, he's a middle-class white man. Mm. He is—he literally embodies the privilege in the society we live in. They're threatened, not necessarily threatened by Megan or Cardi B, but he's threatened by what it represents. It represents a shift in the culture where people and people, especially those that are marginalised or the minority, they are tired. They are taking control and. He's, he's benefited off of patriarchy for years because him, I don't, I don't know much about this rebrand of his, 
I will forever know him as the chauvinist, misogynist, the solvent abuser man from Big Brother. I don't know this new Russell brand. I don't really care he's to know like, But if you look at him, <laughs> his career should have been over ages ago, but it's not because he, of his privilege. So, of course, he's going to talk about this because, one, it's something to talk about. It's something that he's, like you said, he's right-wing um, listeners will want to engage in. And it's just another way of trying to remain on top. Yes, yes, and yes, girl. Bottom line, he's a fool. <laughs> he's another middle-class white man and his opinion is invalid. But I think it's also important to... I'm going to go back to like the fact that these are black women. Like, I'm going to keep hammering this home. Marcus sent me a lovely clip of a woman from, like, back in the day singing, a, like, her, the song that she was singing was way more explicit than what will ever be. Like, in that song, Auntie was blunt with it. And I loved it. I reposted it on my stories. I thought to myself, I was like, black women when it comes to our sexuality and owning who we are as sexual beings we've been doing this the wider society always wants to make us feel ashamed whether it comes to our bodies or whether it's the music we're listening to the way we dance like in particular the way we dance like that's literally rooted in our cultures like, whether you're Caribbean or African, the way we dance is deemed as, oh, sexual twerking. If y'all look it up, comes oh. from African and Caribbean culture. Like, it's in our ancestry, you know? Yeah. Miley Cyrus did not invent twerking, just putting it out there. But it's like, it's like you said, black girls are sexualized from a very young age oh, because yeah. they develop a lot differently than other races mm-hmm. and to to the world because you you hear it in children when black girls are growing up mm. that oh no you you can't look that way you look oh you look really grown for your age and, and we're been, told to cover up I mean, it comes down to respectability politics, and to be honest with you, I'm not gonna go a hot, I'm not gonna go all the way into respectability politics in this episode because we're gonna keep this one a little shorter than usual. But it does come down to how the well, I'm gonna say the black community and the wider how we're viewed by the wider community and how the black community view respectability politics and how we as black people want to appear to our white peers. Um, I don't know, am I correct, Marcus? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are always thinking about our image, down yeah. to the simple things of hair for jobs, for interviews, yep. or even even the clothes we wear to simply go to the supermarket. Right. And as Marcus was saying, like, as young black girls, we are sexualized, we're hypersexualized from a young age mm-hmm. because of the way we develop. Our bodies are built differently to white girls, and we can't help that. And to be honest with you, our role, mo- like in terms of representation, like some of my role models were Lil Kim when I was a kid. 
where folks he brown <laughs> you know like i was i was listening to their music i mean okay should i have been listening to their music probably not but if y'all go back and listen to what they were rapping about trust me whopping got nothing on something like magic stick check it out on spotify i'm sure you all have spotify go listen to i'll be by foxy brown i was listening to it tonight and today in 2020 the tune slaps but seriously i think you need to let black women live appreciate our bodies appreciate our music appreciate our art because black culture is is a culture in my opinion believe me they know they've been emulating black culture especially in music for years um but back back to the let's not deviate back to mm. the song people just need to give it rest yeah. i'm tired i'm bored okay mm-hmm. what we need to be worrying about is why you're still not washing your hands when you go to the bathroom you're worrying about a three minute song that is not anything new leave them alone mm-hmm. okay leave them alone and especially these are american women america is currently run by a man who <laughs> who is <laughs> openly spoken about grabbing genitalia so please Please, please, please leave it alone. And as much as I like the song, I have respect for both artists. Let's be real. Society, we are going to move on to the next thing come next month. The song is out there. The song is not going anywhere. The video is out there. The end. Seriously, WAP is a great song. Let them live. Let them live. I think my favourite thing is like, Cardi's reactions to it on Instagram like she keeps posting people dancing to it or like doing a TikTok to it or something and you can clearly see she's just loving this whole momentum (laughs) of it all but yeah it's generating streams and mainly income (laughs) for the tool exactly and those of you that know Cardi and know her history, Bodak Yellow was not the origins of Cardi. Cardi has been making this music for ages. Bodak Yellow was the song that she probably made to break the mainstream. And now she's firmly in the mainstream. She's going back to her roots. Just get over it. So to close this episode, I'm going to say, get over it and stop holding us back. And most importantly, black lives always matter. That is the Unpacked podcast for today. I am Uhura Zulu. I will leave you to finish with my favourite human being in the world, Marcus. Wash your hands. The end.